You'll learn about making disciples and planting churches, but beyond that, you'll gain practical wisdom about subjects like how to manage your team, handling difficult people, pulling a congregation off a growth plateau, and even money management. And it's an amazing story, and I'm just so glad to have Dustin with us today. Uh, Dustin, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you just kind of introduce yourself a little bit and tell a little bit about your journey from, uh, you know, how the Lord called you and then, you know, the the whole thing with the house and everything, how you guys ended up in California and what went on. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. Yeah. So I'm originally from California, but we lived in Florida for 15 years and um, was working as a school teacher there. And um, I went through a real dry spell in, in my faith. If I was to be honest, I would actually say it's probably backslidden. And God just started renewing my faith. And um, I'd come home after work and I'd pray and um, just was really experiencing the Lord and just being revived. And um, part of that experience was I had a real um, burden and for prayer for California. And just fell in love again with my home state. I had some dreams and other encouraging words people gave me. So um, we decided to move out here. Uh, we were currently actually um, remodeling our house. We did most of it ourselves. And we come home after work on the weekends or holidays. We did all the flooring, painting, and we ripped out the kitchen. And so finally we had the, this uh, dream dream place and my wife actually didn't even get to see it finished. And she moved out to California a few weeks before me. And I, I stayed back and sold the house. And so we came to California, um, really believing and hoping that uh, we'd see revival here in California, especially Southern California is a land of revival. And so we, we came out here to be a little part of that and encourage that. And so coming out here, we want, we want to plant churches, and, um, and we wanted to do it really simple um, and keep it fun, cheap. And um, so I was looking at a bunch of different things, and people, like, define a church plant a lot of different ways, and people have different strengths and giftings and whatnot. And I met this uh, surfer guy, Ryan in a, a town right north of me and he's doing a church in a in a coffee house and it's just super simple and he kind of gave me like the freedom like hey you don't have to like raise a bunch of money you don't have to have a building even or staff just get a bible and read the bible with people so we decided to start out here and we live in oceanside um california which is the northernmost city on the coast in san diego county and we just went down on the beach here, and I uh, printed out a towel. Let's see if I can get it in here. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's see. It says... Jesus Party. <laughs> it says Jesus Party. So just went down to the beach at some uh, picnic tables and got a little tiny, like, portable tent. Um, like one that you'd you'd get from Walmart and whatnot, and hung up my towel that says Jesus Party. And um, every single week that we've done it, we're doing it seasonally right now, um, unchurched and unbelievers, they just walk in and they see the towel and they're like, what is Jesus Party? 
I get to pray with them. And sometimes they'll actually hang around for hours and hours, maybe three or four hours. And um, I like the name Jesus Party because it's real inviting. Um, it shows that God's good and, and joyful. And it's also um, kind of, for me, Pharisee repellent. Um, because... <laughs> I like that, Pharisee repellent. So, yeah. So like uh, a lot of evangelists will come to our thing on the beach because they're like, wow, like all these like non-church and unbelievers are coming. Like they're like, they're actually listening. This is amazing. Um, but they'll go like at the juggler, like in like 30 seconds and like want them to like say a prayer right away. I'm like, hold on, you're scaring the fish away. Let's, let's reel in the line a little bit and um, invite them into our life and whatnot. So yeah. Robin having fun. So as I you know, I've seen pictures of this where people are out there in like in January wearing big old coats and uh it's a pretty amazing thing. I, I was talking with a friend not too long ago, another pastor, and uh, one of the problems that, that he's having, they're 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 burgeoning with growth. This is not a, a micro church, this is a, a big church. And they're planting churches, they're doing wonderful things, and but they're trying to organize. And one of one of the the, the is, as he showed me what they're doing, the strategy that they're laying out, the the way that I pictured it was is like a, a fist that's put over something and then gets a hold of it, because because everything that he put there in terms of structure is going to slow him down, and and you know they they want to credential pastors, they want more training for pastors before we release them because they might fail out there and all that, and we were talking about. We need to just flip the hand over and open it up so that we're 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 under people, we're supporting people, we're giving away. And that's kind of what happened with you and Ryan, that um mm -hmm. he you you met Ryan, you were kind of floating around looking for where you're gonna go with this thing. And you and you met a guy who there are no qualifications other than you love Jesus and you got a Bible. I mean that's oversimplifying, but that that's kind yeah. of what's going on. But that's also the way that you treat other people. And so not only are you guys doing a Jesus party on the beach in Oceanside, California, but there's more of them. Talk, talk to us about, you know, just tell some stories. Don't just, I mean, tell us a little bit about process. This is, this is how it all kind of works, but tell us about individual people because you, you got some pretty exciting people out there. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm a real, evangelists and but i've actually seen that some of the best evangelists are brand new christians and i i think you actually see that in the scripture sometimes like with the woman at the well she got like the whole city together and so um like there's this one girl for instance she um she had just been with the lord less than a year and um she she there's an app that uh, this i think it's next door and then basically you can share about your city or whatnot and she told her testimony um, about getting sober. And so we're there in Jesus party and she's showing us this stuff. She's like 10,000 people have like commented or liked or whatnot. And she's like, people from all around the country are asking me about Jesus. And I think that it went like top in our whole city that day or maybe for a while. And so that was one really eye-opening thing is like this this person, to be honest, is like kind of messed up still, <laughs> but they're they're um, just genuine. Um, 
they still have connections to unbelievers and they're, they don't use words that like people don't understand. Um, so that's been real eye opening. So what we're doing here, it's really, I call it beta. We're trying to work out the kinks, making tons of mistakes. It's a um, experiment. So I just like tell people, people say, Hey, Jesus part this looks cool. I think I could do one. So I just hand them a towel and pray for them. And like, they go for it. And sometimes it has a real short shelf life. Um, and sometimes they don't even do it. They tell me they're going to do it and they don't do it. And I, I this this year, Ralph's actually like encouraging me. I want to um, maybe get a little more organized and check up on the people and kind of keep them accountable. Maybe a little bit. Hey, how's it going? Whatnot. But um, yeah, the so where we live, another example, yes, for specific examples, we live right next to a, um, a Marine base. So we get um, a lot of military guys that come down here on their leave and they'll, they'll party and they'll, they'll, they'll walk in. So we had two guys and they just on the Marine base, they started a, a Bible study in the, the barracks and just reading the Bible. And I gave them a towel and they're like, yeah, we want to do this thing. And, and so uh, that, that's one example. Um, another, another friend from Hawaii, um, they just, said, Hey, I really like this. And, uh, they said, can we do Jesus party in Hawaii? I'm like, go for it. And so I hope to visit them. I don't know if they've started or what they're doing and, um, need to get better. I think. in uh, and, uh, contacting people like Paul did, he wrote letters and whatnot and said, Hey, how's it going? But you've got, I mean, there, there's some fruit out there. There's several on, on the beach in Oceanside. There's several across orange and LA County, right? Um, so there's like, you know, um, we're really, really involved with the body of Christ in the area. So people are, we're doing, I would more call it like a collab. So like people are already doing an outreach that they're, it's their deal. And they're like, I like the Jesus party vibe and they'll, 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 they'll fly the Jesus party towel. So I have a friend doing outreach down in, um, South San Diego and he'll hang the Jesus party what thing. And then. Other people, they kind of got inspired and they went and spun off and did their own thing. Um, like my son, for instance, like him and a group of friends that were hanging out at Jesus Party. I encouraged them and they they, they did their own thing down at the skate park here in Oceanside. And uh, they called it something else. I forget what it was. And um, yeah, to be honest, I don't know really what's going on i've been super super duper hands off people say i want to do the jesus part i give them a towel and and um don't don't really check up so probably need to do that <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> i think you do need to check up but i think <laughs> yeah i think one of the things that is um you know because i heard about people sort of semi imitating you guys and which i think is a, mm -hmm. a wonderful thing i think the fact that you don't really care what they call it or you give them a towel yeah. and you go call it something else and do something else. The main thing is they're doing something. Yeah. And, um, you know, last year we were together and we were together a couple months ago, but a year ago we were together and I was hearing about Catalina Island and Malibu and uh, places where, you know, Cal Catalina Island has like 3000 full-time residents. Who's going to go plant a church there. But if you can yeah. do it for free, you can do totally. it in Malibu. Yeah. You got a half a million dollars, you can't start a church, but you could do one for free in a coffee shop or on a beach or whatever. You, you tell, just tell some stories about the people you know who are doing odd things, 
Let's make sure we get around to he's not one of your guys, but Richie the barber. I, I think we have, oh, yeah. we got to <laughs> cover uh, because the power of what you guys are doing, I think I, I want to be, you know, in this podcast, we, we've done so much about microchurch. I'm not even sure I like the term microchurch. I wrote a book about it and and then I got kind of hung with the label and I didn't really know that much. We had a few that I could call microchurch and but we were just trying to put something out there, get people thinking. And then I bumped into all these people. I, I met Ryan through this. I met you now. I met a bunch of people. And I, I think, you know, there, there gets to be this idea of, well, you know, that's what you guys are all about. Well, no, it's not. We're about the church. We're about Jesus. And um, mega church is wonderful. Um, but micro church is reaching people that won't get reached by a typical middle-class white or black church. Um, yeah. and you're, you're reaching the people. And I, and you said it earlier about this girl. She's still kind of messed up. Um, I, yeah. I, I was with some people last night and they were, it was a weird, weird thing. We were talking about what went on in Hope Chapel, Kaneohe Bay. And they were talking about just what you said about the, the fact that sometimes in the sermon, the story that was the parable for the sermon was a story of somebody sitting in the room who's still messed up, but they're less messed up today than they were a week ago. And they'll be less messed up next week. And we forget about process. We're always like, I take you through a course and now you graduated and all that. Yeah. But, um, t- you know, tell us some of the fun stories that are out there and, oh, and, yeah. and some you. of the failures. Tell us a, a little bit about failure. Yeah. yeah so that, like for me, like um, I, I'm, I'm in love with the church and um, I know my my strengths and weaknesses. And so I like to compare like the whole like small church, like um, disorganized to like the big organized church, like um, the big organized church, even the mega churches, they're like aircraft carriers and they supply um, resources to the body of Christ. They have um, resources to record really good music. They have um, good cameras and whatnot to put teachings out. And I just, I love listening to sermons from the the bigger churches. And then I like to call what we're doing like special ops. So we, we like, we've set up like spontaneous Jesus parties. Like I didn't know we were doing it that afternoon and like, Hey, let's go do one down on the beach. And so, or let's do it here this week or whatnot. So we're like special ops and we can move around. And I think they're both super important. I like to say that we're not a well-balanced meal. I know our place. And so uh, we get a lot of people that wouldn't feel probably comfortable going into a normal church. Um, I mean, we have a wider range of people that will come. The one I'm doing, um, like even on drugs, like I'm like, hey, you can't do drugs here. This is church. Um, and then like I'm like people are trying to trying to get off get off doing drugs but they they'll come like week after week um there's one guy i saw because we're we're on the beach and there's a road like um 15 feet away 10 feet away from our our picnic tables and he's going back and forth on a motorcycle and i see this guy and finally he just pulls over and people are like singing or telling testimonies or hanging out or whatnot and i just walk over to him and he just starts crying and he gets off his motorcycle and he's opening up about his struggles in his marriage and lay hands and pray for him on the sidewalk. And so we get like tons of walk-ins and it's not very intimidating. 
Um, we we look like a bunch of ruffians, probably. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, another another trend I've been seeing. This is really beautiful in California. Is there's a lot of um, uh, people encountering the Lord, young people just coming to the Lord. So we seem to get people that are having these experiences with God. They're like, oh, I just met Jesus. And they see the Jesus sign. They'll come hang out with us. So one example is um, a, a young lady who um, she's actually grew up in a Mormon household and she got saved and she's just brand new um, with the Lord a few months. And she, we have a little speaker and she's given her testimony. And I see this young man on rollerblades just come up. And I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, I want to hear what she's saying. So like he's hearing her tell her testimony. And um, and when she got down, I said, so what's your story? And he said, well, I was in Jack in the Box and um, and I was scrolling through my phone on social media. And he's like, all these things about Jesus kept coming up. He's like, come <laughs> on. I think it was like 2 a.m. And he said, finally, he listened to one. And in his words, he said, the Holy Spirit met me at 2 a.m and Jack in the box. And he's just kind of like this straggler out there that, that met Jesus. So we, we see a lot of that, um, just like people that encountered the Lord. So, yeah. And I know I don't need to say this to you, but I, I do need, it needs to get said that we don't believe microchurch is the way. Sure. That yeah. we're, we're for everybody, but the power mm-hmm. that we're seeing in microchurch is, we're reaching people who are not going to go to regular church. They're not going to meet Jesus unless, unless we go to them, you know, Jesus embodied in us. So, yeah. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and check his blog at ralphmore.net.